The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Good evening. My name is Jill Cohen, and I am a member of the League of Women Voters of Washtenaw County. Welcome to our online forum featuring candidates for Washtenaw Board of Commissioners, District 2. These candidates will be on the ballot in the primary election on Tuesday, August 2nd. The League of Women Voters works to expand voter rights and educate voters. We are a nonpartisan organization and neither endorse nor oppose candidates or political parties. The League is providing this forum as an opportunity for candidates to express their views related to their candidacy. Statements expressed by the candidates are not endorsed or opposed by the, by the League. Also, the League does not certify any candidates' responses to questions as accurate. Voters are encouraged to fact check information shared at this forum. We bring you tonight's forum because we believe deeply that respectful sharing of views on community issues is vital to the functioning of the American democracy. Our moderator this evening is John Chamberlain, who will explain the format and get us started. Thank you, Jill. Uh, the format for tonight, first, we should welcome the two candidates, um, Crystal Light and Stephen Lang Renzini, running for Washtenaw County Board of Commissioners in District 2. And I have just explained to them the procedure for for timing, but I thought I'd let you know, so you have your eye on that. Each candidate will get an opening statement of a minute. Each candidate will get a closing statement of 90 seconds. And in between, they will answer questions that come from the community with each getting two minutes to respond. We will alternate in alphabetical order uh, by last name. Each candidate will have an opportunity to be first and last in all of these questions. Uh, we are now ready for an opening statement. Uh, Ms. Light, you can go first. Good afternoon or good evening. Um, thank you, League of Women Voters, for the opportunity to participate in the District 2 um, Commissioner's Forum. Uh, my name is Crystal Light. I am um, a native to Washtenaw County. I am uh, been born and raised in Ypsilanti. And I um, am a wife and mother of two, and I am uh, a career advisor servicing uh, in workforce development, servicing all of Washtenaw County. And I am elated um, to run for county commissioner so that I can set the duties and so that I can serve this county. Okay, Mr. Ranzini, your turn. Good evening, John. Uh, I'd like to thank the League of Women Voters for sponsoring this candidate forum. I appreciate the opportunity to participate. I'm Stephen Lang Ranzini, and I'm asking for your vote to represent District 2 on the Washtenaw County Board of Commissioners. 
I'm a lifelong Democrat and a decades-long resident of Washtenaw County. I've been a delegate to the Democratic National Convention, and I currently serve in a leadership role with the statewide caucus of the Michigan Democratic Party. I'm a Yale graduate, and I've worked for 34 years as a community banker, solving financial problems for our customers and helping make our customers' dreams come true. I'm running for the Board of Commissioners because I have extensive experience in finance and community volunteerism, and I want to bring that experience to help make our great community an even better place to live for everyone. That volunteerism includes appointments to and service on 29 local, state, national, and even international boards, committees, and commissions. Lastly, the business that I manage has annual revenues slightly larger than the $130 million a year that Washtenaw County takes in from all of us in tax revenues. Thank you. And we're uh, now going to move to questions. As a reminder, I will read the question once and it will not be repeated unless requested. And we'll start with Mr. Ranzini for the first question. Please identify the top three concerns that citizens in Washtenaw County District 2 have expressed to you. If you are elected, describe the steps you would take to address one of these concerns and how you would how would you pay for it? As a county commissioner, I believe that a county commissioner should be a collaborative part problem solver who works to address the concerns expressed by county residents. As I go to door-to-door to -door meeting voters, I solicit feedback on how the county is doing and how it could provide better services to the citizens of Washtenaw County. When I get that feedback, I take detailed notes. Among the concerns being expressed frequently are the following. During the pandemic, the need for the county safety net services increased dramatically, effectively addressing the increases in homelessness, hunger, domestic violence, mental health issues, addiction, and poverty all need to be priorities. The social safety net services need to be delivered with consistent quality. At their front doors, constituents are also expressing to me their concerns about the condition of the county roads. And the county rates 30.8% of all county roads as being in poor or failing condition and rapidly rising costs due to high inflation. This is actually a social justice issue as well, since according to Federal Reserve research, 30% of our fellow citizens do not have the funds available for an emergency $300 car repair. If they hit a bad pothole and damage their car, they could face uh, the loss of their car, the loss of their job, and if they cannot repair their car, the loss of their home or apartment if they lose their job. Lastly, many neighbors have issues specific to them, whether it is the need for better after-school and literacy programs, a safer path to the local library for their kids, or stopping the spread of toxic chemicals in the aquifer under their homes. Thank you. Ms. Light. So the top three um, concerns uh, that I have interacted with residents um, and individuals in the county, as I am a career advisor and I work in workforce development um, and with the uh, health and human services, um, individuals and, and citizens' concerns are um, shelter and homelessness. Um, we are experiencing um, a high rate of their uh, of uh, lack of housing. Um, so our housing in Washtenaw County is scarce. 
Um, it, it, it scares me um, that I have individuals that come to see me daily um, with the concern of where they're going to live um, to support their families. Um, that is one of the, the major concerns. Another is employment. Um, and what goes in with being able to seek employment um, is our clean slate. So being able to have a record expunged um, is so they can gain employment and maintain it um, so that they are able to take care of their families. And another um, concern uh, in our county um, is our mental health. Um, we have a mental health facility. However, we need to expand and we need to be able to utilize and have mobile um, mental health and physical health um, facilities. Um, we have a mental health facility here in Washtenaw County, um, right in Ypsilanti, um, that stays open 24 hours. They are the motherboard. Um, they are in need of more employees. So that's where we run into that employment, um, that employment factor. Um, they need more services. They need to be able to assist more services. Um, so, but the main concern, as I said, is housing. Um, we need to effectively make sure that we are housing the citizens. And as, when I become commissioner, um, I am going to implement um, a proposal to make sure that some of the, the ARPA funds that we have can go towards housing. Thank you. And we'll move to the second question. And Ms. Light, this will be your turn to go first. The question is, the county has received substantial funds under the American Rescue Plan Act. Some residents of zip codes 48187 and 48198 are concerned that these federal funds are not being fairly allocated to their neighborhoods and are not being spent consistent with federal government guidelines. What are your views on this? Um, so I believe that the Board of Commission um, are um, allocating the funds as they should be. Um, they are taking into consideration um, that for the 48197 and 48198, how these funds need to be dispersed. Um, one thing about when funds are given, you can't just go and, and allocate the funds to everyone who says, well, I need them um, for, for this area or our uh, 48198 needs it so that we can um, allocate the funds however they want. There has to be procedure and protocol on how the funds are implemented. Um, the, the Board of Commissions, I believe, are working hard um, to make sure um, that the funds are allocated. And once they come with a resolution on how they will be dispersed, um, I believe it will be within the best interest um, of the residents and of the, of the county. Um, as the county, when I become county commissioner, um, I will make sure um, that I join in with my fellow commissioners um, to make sure that the funds are allocated as they should be. Thank you. Mr. Ranzini? Uh, I have a little bit different perspective on this issue, talking to voters on the doors. Um, I hear some concern about how uh, the process has been conducted to date, how uh, the consultation has occurred, whether or not all the voices of uh, the, the groups in our community are being heard during the process of determining you know, what the, uh, the money should be allocated for. And um, in particular, you know, I think that um, you know, there, are, there are unmet needs in our community that are not being addressed by at least the, the plans on the table today. So again, you know, the, the concerns that I hear most frequently at, at the doors are uh, social safety net services, uh, availability and quality, the condition of the county roads, 
uh, the threat of crime, the need for quality emergency medical and fire rescue services, and their rapidly rising costs due to high inflation. You know, if you look at the specific, uh, you know, proposals, uh, you know, some of them are, aren't on that list, right? I also agree that, you know, we have a, uh, a housing uh, crisis in our county. You know, rents are rising uh, when annual renewals come due uh, 25 to some cases 40%. Uh, you know, long-term residents are having to uh, relocate, uh, you know, outside of the county to find uh, less expensive housing. It, it's a serious problem. You know, I, I'm proud of the role that I've played in that last year the organization that I manage put over 10,000 people into homes as homeowners uh, for the first time. And, you know, I think we need more of that. We need to figure out how to get more people to become homeowners and full participants in the American dream. Thank you. The next question with Mr. Ranzini leading off is please describe a specific example of how you made a difficult decision because of a core value that is important to you. That is a fantastic question. Uh, you know, there is uh, in business, oftentimes when people come to you uh, with the temptation of making uh, profit or large sums of money, and yet the business that that they represent is not, in my opinion, uh, ethical. And, you know, it frequently comes about that you have to tell them no and, uh, and turn them away. There's, you know, many organizations that they can still go to. It's not as if, if they're doing something legal, uh, you know, there aren't other organizations that would, would help them, but, uh, you know, I'm never going to participate with certain activities you know, whether it's uh, legal or illegal drugs, uh, gambling, prostitution, pornography, uh, you know, marijuana dispensaries, uh, weapons manufacturers, uh, you know, organizations that blatantly discriminate against people. You know, th those are all organizations who in my career, you know, I have not only had to turn away, but even existing customers, I have had to uh, ask to go patronize a different business. Uh, and, you know, there's nothing that I will ever compromise on when it comes to uh, ethics. I, I want to be able to wake up in the morning every day, look in the mirror in the bathroom and feel good about who, who I am and the organization that I lead. And I try to set the tone from the top. And I'm, 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 I'm pleased about the way that that we've developed our reputation in the community as an organization that uh, really cares uh, about the community and uh, operating in an in a, in a, in a ethical way in every respect. Thank you. Ms. Light, same question. Can you please repeat the question for me? Um, please describe a specific example of how you made a difficult decision because of a core value that is important to you? So I have had, I uh, work in workforce development and I work with individuals um, who uh, 
receive cash assistance. And I had an individual um, who was not eligible um, based upon um, their employment. They were employed. Um, however, the employment that they had was not enough to take care of their family. And so they needed assistance. However, um, the, the process and the eligibility for this individual, um, it said that they did make enough. So I had to make the decision as if I let them write down on a piece of paper that they make below that amount so that they could receive the cash assistance to, to help better take care of their family. I stand firmly um, and, I, and I'm always, everything is based upon policy. Um, I dive into policy and I make sure um, that everything I do is ethical. Um, and I follow the rules, I'm a rule follower. Um, and I had to unfortunately let this individual know that as bad as you may need it, um, we are going to have to find a different avenue to assist you. And the good thing about being able to assist individuals um, in workforce development, I am connected to an array of resources. So I dug in my hat and I connected and contacted and contacted and dug in my hat some more and I contacted them to someone and they were able to become employed and they didn't even have to go and lie. They didn't have to um, you know, even receive the services um, of cash assistance. They were able to get obtain employment to be able to take care of their family. And to this day, they are still in that, um, in that position and they, they have uh, been promoted and they are taking care of their family and doing well. Thank you. Next question, Ms. Light, you'll lead off. State of Michigan law does not allow local governments to pass gun control or gun safety legislation. What other strategies do you think the county might explore to address the gun violence is playing communities in Washtenaw County. So our local communities and our local government, since we aren't able um, to pass laws um, to, to stop individuals, what we can do is we can uh, come up with proposals and take them to our Congresswoman and take them to our state representatives, such as um, upping the age of for individuals to purchase guns. We can, we can uh, implement proposals and take to our state representatives and our congressman woman to ask if that parts of guns cannot be purchased so that a person can come and make an assault rifle or assault gun. We can implement and we can compose proposals and, and take them to our state legislators. And we can ask our community to join us so that we can push and that we can make these changes um, and that we can get our legislative to change the laws. So myself, when I become a commissioner, um, along with the community, we can go forth and we can push and we can make sure that we have our legislator to change and make these laws so that our families, so that our children and schools can be safe. I have a nine-year-old. I want him to feel every time he walks in the building to school that he is safe, that he never has to worry about being harmed um, with, a, with a weapon. So as commissioner, I am going to compose and, and implement policy along with the community to make sure that we are um, keeping the weapons out of the streets and that we are um, not allowing individuals with mental health issues and, and just, just composing and implementing policy to make sure that we can keep our families and keep our communities safe. Thank you. Mr. Ranzini. So 
as, as Crystal correctly said, the, the county's role in, in controlling the epidemic of gun violence that our society is suffering from is unfortunately limited. I have three children, they're all school age, they go to school every day, it concerns me. I'd like to think that when they go to school, they're gonna come home alive. Unfortunately, it's not the case for every parent in our country and that's a tragedy. There's, there's just no other words for it, it's just a tragedy. So, you know, there are some things that the county commission could do you know, for example, it, it can pass resolutions calling on our elected officials to take certain actions. It can be uh, very specific. Yeah, I've have heard at the doors uh, a suggestion that I thought you know you know might have some merit. It, it needs some more community community debate and discussion. But uh, you know, one idea that I heard was you know why not require when people get a license to obtain a firearm, uh, why not require them to have two or three letters of recommendation from people that know them and institute a series of stiff fines that if anything is then subsequently done incorrectly with that firearm, you know, whether it's uh, just uh, carrying it where it's not allowed to be carried or leaving it in a place where it's not allowed to be or transporting it across state lines, let alone, you know, actually killing someone with it, that the people that provide those letters of reference themselves would get a stiff fine, in addition, of course, to the person who violated the law. And if that were instituted, perhaps people would think twice before giving a letter of recommendation to someone that they, that they don't know well, and if there are people who have mental illness, people won't give them the letters of recommendation. Hey, thank you. Next question, with Mr. Ranzini starting off. Some areas within the county, such as Ann Arbor, are very successful in attracting capital. Please identify one or two specific strategies to attract and retain businesses elsewhere in the county. So when I first came to uh, Ann Arbor over 28 years ago, the question that I asked everyone was, where are the unmet needs? And very quickly, I saw a pattern that the unmet needs that people pointed me to were in Ypsilanti. So I hopped in my car and I went down to Ypsilanti and I started talking to everyone who would talk to me. And I quickly learned that there was historic redlining still going on in Ypsilanti. I actually met uh, in my office with uh, Ypsilanti's one and only billionaire, uh, John Barfield. And he told me a story about how he had obtained the first loan that a black citizen had obtained in Ypsilanti in 1963 to buy a home in Ypsilanti. And I was horrified. And so I, I went to work and I created a program with the Minister's Alliance and Washington Home Buyers to create a national model homeownership counseling program that won that award from HUD as the national model homeownership counseling program. And we put over $10 million into loans to people who had credit scores as low as 460 with only 3% down who had graduated successfully from the program. And I'm pleased to say that 100 of the 100 loans paid in full. I also worked with the Minister's Alliance to set up a, a, a nonprofit, a, four, a, five, a 401c3 
official IRS nonprofit to be able to be a recipient of grants. And we got grants for after-school child literacy, adult literacy. And you know, these are the kinds of things that need to happen more often on the east side of the county because that's where the most social safety net needs exist. In addition, when I was vice chairman of the county economic corporation, economic development corporation, at the request of Conan Smith, who's the board chair at the time, I put together a very detailed business plan how to spur additional small business creation and funding in the county. Okay, thank you. And I neglected to say this is the final question, but so we will then move to closing statements. Ms. Light, you're on. Um, will you repeat the, the last question, please? Um, some areas within the county, such as Ann Arbor, are very successful in attracting capital. Please identify one or two specific strategies to attract and retain businesses elsewhere in the county. Um, so I believe that um, allowing for our small businesses to grow, uh, making sure that there are available funds. Um, as I live in Ypsilanti, um, Superior Township, um, Ypsilanti, um, businesses are beginning to, small businesses are beginning to open up. Um, I believe if we have available funds and resources for our small businesses um, to grow, um, that can gain, uh, gain in up to our capital. Um, we have also uh, been introduced to the recreational marijuana, um, which is bringing revenue um, to our county as a whole. Um, so I believe if we keep continue um, to embrace um, new methods of bringing capital to our county, um, that the, the sub-cities and, and townships um, may also gain that if they, um, if we have these small businesses and if we begin to be more open on how we can um, receive more revenue and how we can maintain that. So um, just being more open, um, having more available funding for small businesses um, and uh, allowing individuals to seek training um, to do so um, would also. And my strategy to do that um, is to bring to the Board of Commissions um, a policy to make sure that we are able um, to implement that. Um, and so that will be what I push for is to one, be open to receive uh, uh, more opportunities and availability for our small business owners and um, for us to seek other um, routes of bringing revenue. Thank you. And now it's time for the closing statements. We'll begin with Ms. Light. I, uh, I am pleased um, to be in the running for um, District 2 County Commissioner. Um, I will do the duties of a County Commissioner, um, which is to um, compose, create policy, to implement it, um, to oversee and make sure that the policies that are already um, in line that they are being pushed, that um, our citizens are seeing um, the, the re resolutions that have been brought for, forth uh, thus far. Um, I plan to carefully and with our citizens um, in mind to make sure that I carefully budget um, and plan for um, District 2 and not only District 2, but for the county as a whole. Um, I am a through and through um, Democrat and I stand for our people. Um, I would love to expand the way that I can assist and advocate um, for individuals in Washtenaw County and not only just District 2. Um, I am here for it. I, I stand um, 
before um, all to, to stand with them and for them. Um, I am your next county commissioner. Um, if you need to have more details about myself, please go to my website, um, www.electcrystallight.com. And I look forward to being your district two county commissioner. Thank you. And Mr. Ranzini. I'd like to again, thank the League of Women Voters for sponsoring this candidate forum. I appreciate the opportunity to participate. Again, I'm Stephen Lang Ranzini and I'm asking for your vote to represent District 2 on the Washtenaw County Board of Commissioners. I'm a lifelong Democrat and a decades long resident of Washtenaw County. I've been a delegate to the Democratic National Convention and I currently serve in a leadership role with the statewide caucus of the Michigan Democratic Party. I have the endorsements of a number of great community leaders who in my 28 years here in the county have done some amazing work in the community. Alma Wheeler-Smith was uh, our state senator, our state representative, her father was the first black mayor of Ann Arbor and won by one vote. Ricky Jefferson would be my peer on the county commission. He represents the district just south of our district too, representing the city of Ypsilanti. He's a minister, family man, a great, great individual. Ken Schwartz is the uh, supervisor for Superior Township. He's been a county commissioner also. He was originally thinking of running in this race, but when he learned that I was running, he told me, Stephen, I'm backing you and I'm pulling out. We've known each other for decades and worked together on a number of, a number of issues. And last but not least, Ronnie Peterson, who's the state rep for the Eastern half of the county in Lansing. He's truly one of the most effective legislators that our community has had for the time that I've been here and just recently uh, worked through a $40 million appropriation through the Republican legislature for the Eastern half of the county. And I'm really pleased to have the endorsements of all these great community leaders. Thank you very much for your consideration. Thank you to the candidates. And uh, we'll now go back to Host. The League thanks the candidates for participating in tonight's forum, and we also thank those who contributed questions. All of our candidate forums are available for streaming on our website, lwvwashtenaw.org. The forums can also be viewed on Ann Arbor's cable television news. Please urge others to watch these forums and please share the links with them. For additional nonpartisan information on candidates, ballot issues, go to vote411.org, the League's voter resource guide covering local, state and federal candidates and current ballot proposals. As a reminder, all voters are now eligible to cast an absentee ballot, and Michigan law provides for election day registration. Whether by absentee ballot or in person, please vote in the August 2nd primary election. Thank you and have a good evening. Thank you.